Hello, Mercy Church family. Welcome to our very first Mercy Church Pray 365 podcast series, God the Father. Throughout this podcast series, we will be learning who God our Father is. Let's dive into today's episode, Made in God's Image. When God created mankind, He made them in the likeness of God, Genesis 5.1. How much do we know about God? The Bible tells us that God looks like us. He is not an animal or an alien or a tree. Perhaps it is better to say that we look like Him. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in His own image. In the image of God, He created them, male and female, He created them. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. God valued man so much that not only did he single man out from all other creatures by creating man individually, but he took an extra special step to design mankind in his own image. We are created to be a representation of God, not just through our physical looks, but in all that we are, in body, soul, and spirit. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Genesis 2, 7. So we consist of three parts, body, spirit, soul. Our bodies were crafted from the dust of the ground and are the physical vessels that house our spirits and souls. We use them to interact with the material world around us. The spirit is the breath of life that God breathed into us. It is what animates our body. The body without the spirit is dead, James 2.26. In addition to our physical body and a spirit, God gives us a soul, the part of us that belongs to ourselves and makes us who we are. It is the living being within us, harboring our identity and personality. The spirit and souls are separate entities. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 God designed us with an eternal spirit and free will just like him. By gifting us with free will, God puts the ball in our court. We have the freedom to choose. It is up to us to decide whether we want him to be our father or not. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you made. Oh, that you could choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Deuteronomy thirty nineteen. So what do we have to do to make him our father? If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10.9. Saved from what? From the very beginning, God created us to be like Him. He gave us free will. This free will allows us to make our own choices. God could have created us where we would be forced to follow His every decree, but God created us in His image, and just like Him, we have the ability to choose. In reality, there's only one choice that matters in our lifetime, to follow God or not to follow God. Let's look back at Adam and Eve, the very first people on the earth, to understand a little bit better. God gave Adam and Eve rules from the beginning. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Genesis 2, 15 through 17. God gave Adam and Eve a choice. They could obey him and live happily ever after in paradise, or they could disobey. He is very clear that if they disobey, they will die. Notice here that disobedience is a choice. 
Adam and Eve can choose to obey or disobey God. When the woman saw the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Genesis 3, 6. Disobedience to God by any other name is called sin. Along with sin comes chaos, confusion, sickness, and death amidst a slew of other things. Now all people have become tainted with sin. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. Romans 5.12 The image of God within us has become drenched in sin. If you've ever watched the movie Spider-Man, you might understand this illustrated through the character Venom. Venom is a sticky, tar-like alien that begins as a small blob that clings to whomever it touches. Venom attaches itself to Spider-Man and grows to completely cover him, mutating Spider-Man into an entirely unrecognizable creature, no longer identifiable as Spider-Man. Venom takes control of Spidey's actions and drives everything he does, transforming Spider-Man from a hero into a villain. When Adam chose to disobey God, the tar-like sin stuck to him. Sin often begins small, like eating cake when you're on a diet. You think, I will take just one little bite. I will only tell one little lie. I will only do it this once. Before you know it, you have eaten an entire piece or maybe even the entire cake. Until one day, you suddenly find yourself looking at venom in the mirror. You are no longer the person you used to be, no longer the image God created. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. The desire when it is conceived gives birth to sin, and sin when it is fully grown brings forth death. James 1, 14 and 15. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. We have gotten ourselves caught in a web of sin. The image of God in us is no longer even detectable. So how do we release ourselves from its snare? If we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts he was raised from the dead, we are cleansed of our sins and saved from death. Romans 10, 9. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. 1 John 1, 7. All mankind has sinned and fallen short of the perfection needed to get us into heaven. Romans 3.23 There's nothing we can do on our own to wash off the sin. The wages of sin means death for all mankind. Romans 6.23 We will all die. God loves us so much that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sin. John 3.16 He sacrificed his life for ours, his death in place of ours, his spotless life for our sin. His blood washes his image in us clean. Not only does Jesus' sacrifice save us from death, but his blood also heals the effects of sin. Think of the effects of sin on your spirit like smoke on a lung. You are born with a set of clean, healthy lungs. Once you start to smoke, the smoke begins to affect the lungs. The lungs begin to yellow, eventually brown, then wilt, then collapse, fail, and eventually die. You were created in the image of God, new, clean, healthy. As you begin to sin, the sin begins to alter your entire being. You start to sin. You begin to feel guilt and shame. Sickness surrounds you. Addiction takes the rein. Problems begin to stack up. You try to cover it up. Sin leads to more sin. The eventual result of this big mess of sin, addiction, and all the consequences is death for your whole person, body, soul, and spirit. Sin affects your body in more ways than just death. Sin causes physical, spiritual, and emotional harm to your spirit man. The blood of Jesus heals us from sickness, diseases, addiction, strongholds, 
fear, anxiety, pride, control, anger, low self-esteem, insecurity, doubt, and those are just a few. We become completely new creations, blank slates. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Once we choose God as our Father and become new creations, we are supposed to model ourselves after Him. We go back to being the original person God created us to be and are no longer tainted by sin. We are reborn in the image of God. As we begin this podcast, we're going to pause and take a minute to make sure you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, and whosoever believes in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 So if you're ready to make the next step to become a Christian, the Bible says we must first believe in God and that He sent His Son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. The second step is that we must admit that we are sinners and repent of our sin. The Bible says there is no one righteous in all the earth. Romans 3.10 All of us fall short of the perfection that is righteousness. We all have sin in our lives. There is nothing we can do to work hard enough to become righteous, perfect, free from sin. We have all sinned and cannot make up for it. Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Acts 3.19 In order for God to wash you clean of your sins with His blood, you must admit your sins to Him. You must admit them and then repent of them. Repentance means to feel regret or remorse from your sin, what you have done wrong. In the Greek, the word for repentance is metaneo, which means reconsider. It indicates a change in your inner man, turning from the way of sin. We must ask God to forgive our sins and turn from them. Let's pray. Dear God, I am a sinner. I repent and ask for forgiveness of my sins. I believe in my heart that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for me and that He was raised from the dead. I confess Jesus as the Lord and Savior of my life. The blood of Jesus has made me clean, a new creation. It heals me. I am made new. I thank you, Lord, for all you have done for me. In Jesus' name, amen. The next step is we must confess it before men, so go and tell someone. Here at Mercy Church, we would love to believe with you, pray with you, and celebrate this momentous occasion. Even the angels celebrate when one person becomes saved from death. Luke 15.10 Also, we would like to help you with next steps. Go to our website, www.wearemercy.church and click on the contact link. Fill it out and someone will be in contact with you soon. Once you become a Christian, Jesus' blood cleanses you from all sickness, diseases, struggles, addictions, fears, and strongholds. Your debt has been paid, forgiven, and forgotten. You are now cleansed from your sins. You are a brand new person. You have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Colossians 3, 9 and 10. Thank you so much for joining us for our very first Mercy Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can go to our website, www.wearemercy.church Or you can check us out on social media on Facebook under Mercy Church Greeley or Mercy Church Colorado. We love you, Mercy Church family, and we hope you have a wonderful week.